0: entrepreneurs podcast today we have with us ken green how are you ken i'm doing well i'm doing well thank you for having me oh you're very welcome thank you so much for coming on the show um i love to start with kind of allowing the guests to explain and 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 let everyone know what you do and what you're involved in uh yourself please
1: okay all right. My name is Ken Green. I am a CPA here in the Toronto area in Canada. And I run a, a practice here with a partner and a few employees. And we provide services for professionals, uh, real estate investors, uh, medical doctors, uh, lawyers. and We have a small practice that we are growing in the not-for-profit area. So we are here to help businesses uh, succeed. And so providing them advice on how to grow their business, providing them advice on how to manage their taxes. And we do the traditional accounting work, helping with tax compliance, with all the accounting and bookkeeping needs. And so that's what we've been doing for the last uh, couple of years here in the Toronto area. So are you uh, a CP yourself? Yes, I am a CPA, CA. used to work with PricewaterhouseCoopers, one of the big four accounting firms in downtown Toronto. Very good. Um, and so left that uh, a few years ago to start my own practice. So you said that
0: it's kind of different than a traditional way of, of, of an accounting firm. Um, you mentioned you help with business as well. How does that work?
1: Well, so traditionally what accountants do, they will provide, they'll do bookkeeping, they'll do their, mm-hmm. your accounting work, and then they will file your taxes, mm-hmm. right? So that's a traditional method. But we sort of go a little bit beyond that. We just don't file your taxes. We sort of provide you advice on how you can manage your taxes. Uh, what we find is that a lot of people end up paying more than their fair share of taxes. Mm-hmm. Why there is nothing wrong with paying taxes, uh, there is a lot that business owners and individuals can do to manage those taxes, uh, because any additional savings you have from your taxes, you can invest that in your business. And so we have businesses figure out a way to grow their business year uh, after good. year. So, well, so that's, that's important.
0: That's very important. So can you give top three recommendations to a business when it comes to that?
1: Well, I, I think the first one is just keeping an eye on the amount of taxes you pay or, or or maybe keeping an eye on your financials. What we'll find is that a lot of business owners don't pay attention to their business finances. Uh, they don't have a sense of how much is coming in, how much is going out. And so you find a lot of business owners; they run successful businesses, but they are always broke. Yeah. And so that is one of the things we look at. So looking at closely, closely looking at cash flow, uh-huh. just to make sure that you're getting a sense of what's coming in and going out. Uh-huh. Uh, then the other thing again is is just looking at your your marketing. I, I think marketing is is one of the key weaknesses for most businesses they don't often think about how they can grow their business and how they can even grow their business from their existing clients. Mm-hmm. And so those are some of the things we look at as well, looking at where they can increase value and charge more for that value that they're providing. Mm-hmm. Um, then finally, just looking at their some of their key cost um, drivers, um, particularly for businesses that, employ, em- that have employees, And so just making sure that you're managing those costs and getting your employees to be a little bit more productive so that you can accomplish more with with less. Mm-hmm. And that first point
0: is so true. There's so
1: many businesses that don't really pay attention
0: to that part. They're just really aggressively building their business. Awesome. And at the end of the month, they're like, you know, struggling with the the, the funds or the rotation or the cash flow right. without having that clarity. And, you know, a lot of people, a good recommendation is to have that kind of a, a flash report, like a once a week, but once every two weeks you get a flash report kind of tell you exactly what you're looking at. That's and that's, smart. and that kind of guidance is so important that you guys provide. Yeah, it is. It but it's, And at the end of the day, I guess a lot of businesses are trying to save costs too, right? They just try to do the basic, but what is your uh, advice on your experience with all these multiple types of businesses and working from coming from such a, a large firm and having your own amazing practice what, what do you think that that could be done that you could think that these guys, you know, how important this is to be very, um, very focused on this kind of expense and not to kind of avoid it, spend towards it. Is it a, what do you feel like is beneficial? Like, is it, is, is it in a big way or a small way? What do you feel in your experience?
1: Well, well I think uh, I, I think what businesses need to do or what most people don't do is I mean there's nothing wrong with you spending money to grow your business. Mm-hmm. The most important thing that most people miss is they actually don't spend some time to see okay this money that I'm spending on this particular aspect of my business is it providing value for the business is it? enhancing the business. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the things we we have businesses look at is to to sort of extract value from every dollar that they are spending, uh, making sure that there is value in every amount that they are spending, that those expenses is actually contributing to driving their businesses uh, to grow. And I say that because, I mean, that's, it's just from experience, from us running our businesses for, for several years. Uh, there are many instances where we are paying the same amount for the same services. Uh, we may have like three or four subscriptions providing the same thing, and we are only using yeah. one. So true. Um, I have that. It's, I have that it's, very... so, it's so common. Yeah. <laughs> it's so common. So, one of the things my partner and I do now is every week we just meet and we just look at certain numbers every week. Uh, and every time we're finding something new. So either discontinue or something to, to start uh, and so that's uh, one, one of the areas again businesses need to look at is uh, it's the same Very thing good. with employees mm-hmm. if you're spending if we have like four or five staff, mm-hmm. uh, we have to make that determination uh, which is the one that is not adding value um that we don't need to have is there a way we can replace that one with a different kind of service, whether it means at sourcing or or looking for a different service. So those are some of the things we we are always looking at. So like uh, that's an amazing uh,
0: clarification on that. And also to go back to my question, I also want to find out is that do you experience businesses saving on this, for example, this type of service? Like, for example, people, businesses always try to save money on accounting and they go with the cheapest Version, okay, do my taxes every year and That's I'm right. good, right? Um, by by having that extra eye that you're explaining that you guys provide, you find that a lot of businesses don't go for that extra help and they should be going for that extra help?
1: Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. A lot of businesses don't seek advice, right? Yeah. And that is one of the areas why a lot of people struggle. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, There are things you're good at as a business owner. You may be good at driving sales for your customer. You may be good at delivering your Mm services, But you're not necessarily good at uh, looking at your finances. You're not necessarily good at managing your finances. You're not necessarily good at... Maybe identifying where value is mm-hmm. in terms of where your business should be going. Mm-hmm. So most businesses don't seek that type of guidance. Right? Yeah. So businesses need they need to look for for coaches mm-hmm. um, or, or advice that, yes. that will help them see some of those some of those uh, Things that they are not necessarily saying in their day-to-day business.
0: It's so true because uh, each individual can have their strengths and weaknesses. But I find that when business owners, entrepreneurs are good at something and they're really proud of their product and they have phenomenal things that they're doing, they feel that they're good at everything. And it comes into a play of ego as well. I find that ego plays a big part. They say, you know what? No, I don't need that. I can do this. This is, this is simple stuff, but that extra component of that professional eye and that experience, it takes so much time to get that experience. You know, I don't know how many thousands of hours of of effort you need to gain that experience. Just pay someone to be on your side, to get that done. Especially what you mentioned about coaching and stuff, mentoring people, I find like my, um, I spend so much on that, you know, because it is the most crucial component of creating the success that you want. That's right. And I totally agree that that's one way like people should be investing, especially when it comes to money and money management. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I I, Do you have a, I, I don't know if I remember when we first met, did you mention something, you have a course or something as well, or or you wrote a book, I believe?
1: It was a book. It was a okay. book that I that I wrote. Um, uh, so this book here called Tax Efficient Wealth. Okay. And it's all about helping individuals and businesses manage their wealth and, and manage it in a tax efficient efficient manner. And and that book was written in a very simple language for for a sixth grader. And it's all going through the basic concepts of how the Canadian tax system works, Mm -hmm. but also providing a blueprint on how people can take some of these tools that we are all familiar with Mm -hmm. and then stack them in such a way that they can move closer to to the three top goals that I propose in the group. Uh, Mm -hmm. So one, how do you contribute and save money tax-free how do you allow that money to grow tax-free and how do you withdraw it tax-free it's um it's 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 tough to achieve but i think if you follow some of the steps um a lot of people can 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 get close to that goal yeah and is it available on ibooks i
0: i want to i want to pick it up i didn't get a chance to read it yet but i definitely want something that is more of a dummies version that's because, what it is, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it makes more sense
1: when you can get it in plain
0: language, right?
1: Yeah, it's on Amazon, so people can always get it on Amazon. Amazon, yeah, that's right.
0: So, are you? Do you feel that you are where you want to be in your business in your life? Have you achieved your optimal position that where you thought you're going to be at this point?
1: Not really. I think we still have a lot, a, a long way to go uh, in terms of uh, what we're we're building, mm-hmm. and so my partner and I, we we have a vision of where we want the business to be, and so we're still we're still working towards it. I mean, it took us a long time to even get to where we are today, uh, mostly because we didn't have the focus we have now when we started. Mm-hmm. Uh, Uh, But now things are beginning to to, things are a lot clearer in terms of where we want to go, the type of clients we want, and and where we want to take the business to in the next few years.
0: So you're in a growth phase. Uh, Certainly, yeah. That's great. That's great. So, for example, if there's an individual that working nine to five, because that's pretty much my focus is I want to get as many people out of the nine to five into the business world and make it more successful because there's been so much conditioning around people about business being difficult and business being hard to achieve and no one succeeds and only 10% succeed or nine percent. You know what I mean? So all these stats that's are hard. thrown and I was in a nine to five and I used to hear that when I used to talk about starting businesses and they would say, Oh, what are you going to do? Don't you want the security? Play it safe. Um, my eyes are wide open now, obviously it's a new beautiful world, but I see that in that environment. So is there any recommendation you can give that in being in the money part of the situation, do you give any recommendation to any person in a work environment wanting to come out in the business world When it comes to this financial stuff, do you have any recommendations of that move, for that move?
1: Uh, Yes, yes, we do. Uh, And I think those are the people that we tend to work with most of the time uh, because they are the ones paying the most taxes. Right. So so that's why that's one of the reasons why I wrote the book, uh, just to. Open their eyes a little bit to some of the possibilities on what they can do to to reduce their taxes. I mean, I worked in I worked in, in corporate Canada for such a long time and I understand their position, I understand the pain, I understand the challenges of of making that move or making that transition. Uh, uh, And as I say all the time, is one of the most difficult transitions to make if you wanna move from an employee to maybe owning your own business. So what I teach them is first start by learning, uh, trying to get an understanding of what businesses are, uh, what you can do to even manage your taxes, uh learn as much as you can develop yourself and then the next step then is to set up a side business Mm -hmm. uh, because it doesn't make sense for you to leave a full-time job to take that risk of starting a business particularly when you have no experience Mm -hmm. Um, and so the best transition is to start something on the side then use that to build some experience And then run that side business until you have enough income that is equal to what you're making in your full-time job. Mm -hmm. Then now you can take that transition and leave. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's what I always advise uh, everyone Mm -hmm. to do. When I was working full-time, that was exactly what I did. I started running my business on the side. Mm -hmm. I was lucky because I had a partner that was doing it full-time. I was still on the side and doing it Mm part-time. And so... Uh, with that help, the fact that she was in it full-time, that allowed us to stabilize quickly uh, mm-hmm. before I, I had to take the plunge to leave.
0: Yeah, and I, I can relate to that. I did the same thing. Um, but the, the transition from side hustle um, into going into full-fledged, um, I find a lot of people end up working in their business, and basically what they did is they transferred an employment for another employment with a different title, you know, Which they start, so, yeah. yeah, they start working at that business and they start like working six, they're working more, you know, double for, the time. That's true. That's true. They're probably most of the time earning half as much in the beginning. Yeah. Um, so it's so important to do the side hustle, to bring it to a place where you can work on your business and grow from there. Right. So great advice. Thank you so much. Yeah. We always like to ask our guests, um, what your inner superpower is that got you to this point?
1: Inner superpower? I don't even know if I have any. Oh, you so. have. If you're here, you will have for sure. Many. So, so for me, I think it's just staying focused on, on the long-term goal. So um, if, if you ask people that know me, my wife, my partner, they know i'm not shaking at all with all the short-term movements Um, so i'm less focused on long term so Mm -hmm. that's why one of the reasons why i love real estate um and so you know, I just buy it and I know I'm holding it for 10, 20 years. Yes. And, and it's the same view that I have with business. Um, I started this business and I'm going to be running it for the next 10 to 20 years and then sell it. Right. Very and So good, that yeah. is just the vision. So everything I do, I'm just totally driven by, by the long-term vision. I know the short term is going to be challenging, mm-hmm. uh, but, but I know there is value in building something for the long-term. So uh, that's that's one thing that has allowed me to to to, stay, to to survive in spite of all the challenges.
0: Of course. That's great. You have to have that goal, right? Yeah. That goal is everything. And just like as we we're when we were born, until we start walking and change, you know, our mechanism starts working, we're goal achieving. As soon as we we're born, you know, we're, continuous right. to, right. we're achieving goals as we go. So when we get older, why do we stop? We have to have a goal every moment of our existence and that's always right. facing something. So that's great. That's your power. That is a pretty big power that when you have that goal and you focus and you know what to do, you're going to reach new heights. So that's great. Um, any other recommendation that you could give someone uh, before we go? Any kind of uh moment or any kind of advice you can give anyone uh, regarding taxes that can help them, some aha moment?
1: Well, uh, so, I mean, the advice I would give people, so we're in the taxes now, so people are now filing and planning to file their taxes. Uh, What most people don't do is they never actually look at their taxes after they file So one of the simplest things I recommend is uh, when you file your taxes, just look at your tax return and think about the top marginal tax rates that you paid mm. on your taxes. Think about how much of your income was taxed at that marginal tax rate, mm. uh, because that alone can save you thousands. Uh, because now you have from now to end of December to start planning on how to lower that income to uh-huh. the next bracket, mm-hmm. uh, Because I mean, if you move from one top bracket to the one just below, you will save at least a thousand dollars in taxes. Um, and so that's one tip for people to do uh, for particularly for individuals. So look at that and think about ways to, to lower your marginal taxes. Um, a lot of people should understand that tax planning is not something that happens when you file your tax. You need time to plan. <laughs> So, true. And so, you file your tax is something you do once, but again, you have all the remaining months, uh, 12 months, to plan on how to lower that tax uh, in the next year. Uh, and so, that's one thing I recommend for people to start thinking about. Uh, when they're looking at at their taxes. I know a lot of people don't file their taxes themselves. Some people do. Uh, But even if you use a professional to file your taxes, you can always ask them these questions uh, and they should be able to provide you that information.
0: Mm -hmm. That's great. Great advice. Thank you so much, Ken. You're a wonderful, amazing guy. Um, I just wanted to ask if anybody wants to talk to you or ask for advice, do do you charge or is it free? Like, do you have kind of a free consultation that they don't feel hesitant to, to be able
1: to speak to you? Do you have some kind of system like that, that people can come to you? So we do, yeah, we do offer free consultation. So typically on on things like this. So maybe if people reach out to me through this show, Good. they can always get a free 30-minute consult- consultation. Perfect. Amazing. Um, so that we do offer. Okay. Uh, then Great. other than that, in terms of the paid conversation, mm-hmm. um, I think we charge a fixed rate. I believe it's $250 uh, per hour just to mm-hmm. have a conversation. Okay. And typically the conversation can be on anything. It really doesn't matter.
0: Okay, great. You know what, I'm so grateful and thankful that you offered that to our audience. And I'm sure they're going to be very happy as well. Um, You know, I wish you and your business all the prosperity. You're, you're, you're from from what I'm seeing and when I talk to you, this is a second time meeting, I can see you have a very good heart. You mean well for people and you're going the extra mile to provide more impact. And that was the main reason why I wanted you on the show is because I want to share your message because of what those values mean. You might not talk about those values, but vibrationally, I can feel it from you that you have those core, like you, you want to help people. So that is a big thing, especially in business. And um, I just want to thank you for coming on the show.
1: Yeah, thank you, thank you for having me. I appreciate, I appreciate it, and thank you for the work you're doing uh, to help uh, businesses uh, across this country. No problem,
0: no problem. Thank you so much. Take care, Ken.